is coming up, but first, we recap the Frank Snyder Jr. Memorial Muskie Tournament. It took place on many different lakes in Paul Bunyan country, and joining me is the guy who headed it up this year, Peter Janik, the director of the tournament from the Twin Cities chapter of Muskies, Inc. Peter, welcome back to the show. Thanks. Thanks for uh, letting us uh, on for a follow-up discussion. Well, let's uh, start with uh, the fishing action itself. How was fishing uh, that tournament weekend? Was there a lot of fish caught? There were there were fish caught, but uh, this year's total was down from past years. So we have typically had an average of about 90 fish. This year it's down a little bit. We had a, a total of 73 fish caught. So numbers were, were slightly down from previous years, uh, but there were some really nice fish caught. We'll, we'll get into that in a moment. Any any theories or thoughts as to why the numbers were down? Uh, I don't have a specific theory. Uh, you know, we had a full, almost a full field of contestants, so it wasn't like it was short of we were short of people. Um, so that that part was pretty uh, good as far as the number of contestants. But uh, yeah, the reason for the fishing not being as strong uh, as past years, I. I it's anyone's guess at this point. I have heard no no strong theories as to why that was. Were they seen fish or just uh, not seen fish either? No, in the in the waters that uh, so our headquarters were on was on Leech Lake, and so many of the people that didn't catch fish that I was talking to, they were seeing quite a few fish, uh, both uh, having follows and also uh, being able to see those fish on their their side imaging on their on their graphs but they so, just, so they were just not cooperating as far as hitting so but you did uh, say were, the ones that were that were being caught were nice size though yeah that as well that we the total number of fish was down slightly we didn't have quite as many 50 inch or larger fish as we we've had but uh, fish in the upper 40-inch range uh, was quite strong. The distribution there was quite strong. Um, so, yeah, there's still those fish are big as well, and, uh, you know, they're fun to catch and exciting. And, and I, as the tournament director taking in the fish registrations and seeing the photos, uh, which we hope to share with people, uh, there were some amazing big fish caught, big and fat fish, so... Typically, Leech Lake is the lake that has the most people on it and gives up the most fish. I'm presuming that was the case again this year. Uh, no, no. So that that number was also down, and, huh. and I think last year it was slightly down as well. So the last two years, Leech Lake uh, again has the majority of contestants, but uh, the total of fish that was uh, that came out of Leech was down from from the past. So, and again, I, we don't have a real good theory for that, but uh, for instance, uh, this year, it's the second year we've had the lake in the in the tournament is Man Trap. Uh, Man Trap was quite strong, being a relatively small lake compared to Leech. Uh, it put out 11 fish, So, as well as the, the winner of the tournament was fishing on Man Trap. So, so it was very uh, strong and uh, good producing lake this year. Well, I've heard really good surprise. Yeah, I have heard really good things from Mantrack the last few years. It's really coming into its own. And, I, you know, the, being a smaller lake, it's uh, maybe a little bit easier to patrol those waters and find them. Uh, yep, yep. Actually, the, 
as I mentioned, the winner was fishing out of there and also the fourth place contestant, which, uh, happy to say, uh, fourth place uh, came into uh, a woman in the ladies category. So that hasn't happened for quite some time. So uh, that was uh, a pleasant surprise for the tournament, I think. So who was the champion of the tournament this year? The champion this year was Ethan Stout, and he had uh, four fish. Uh, the largest one that he caught was 48 inches. And uh, he caught his fish Friday and Saturday. Okay. So, um, as well as all the top four contestants ended up catching fish Friday and Saturday. Uh, didn't catch any fish on Sunday. Who? Oh, what was the biggest fish this year? A largest fish went to Paul Thorne at 53 and a quarter inches. Nice. So that was uh, a, a nice thick fish uh, out of Cass Lake. Okay. Cass Lake's got some nice, nice muskies in it, that's for yep, sure. Yep. And as we were talking about the totals, Cass Lake and Bemidji uh, led, I think, the number total as a combined set of lakes. And then... Uh, uh, leech followed by man trap. So, so um, you know, an interesting distribution where, as you mentioned, Leech Lake is typically leads the way um, for the tournament. Yeah. Oh, so that's, that's you know, I know that a lot of people have been fishing cast lately, and we know Bemidji's got a lot of big fish in it. Um, and as we said, man, man trap coming on. Um, Leach has had a nice run, that's for sure. I, I don't expect that that's going to be a long-term issue, but uh, um, I haven't heard as mus- musky fishing there this summer as, t- as I usually have, but I also have not heard as much musky success anywhere this year. It's uh, been a, a little bit tough getting muskies, and it looks like it, uh, it was the case at the tournament, too. Uh, that would be reflected back in the tournament, yes. Well, um how many, do you, do you know off the top of your head, how many over 50 were caught this tournament? We had three fish over 50 inches this, this year. And and there have been tournaments where we've had an excess of 10. So, um, and, and it varies year to year, but I would say three as a total uh, above 50 inches it is down from, from most years. Okay. Um, looking at the number of higher 40-inch fish, I can't tell you i'm still looking at you know analyzing the data and looking at the distribution but it'll be interesting to see uh how the total average will will come out as compared to the the other years that we've had the tournament you you noted 73 uh fish over um that were caught i'm assuming that's over 40 inches yes yes we had 73 fish and the total number of people catching those fish was 60. Okay. So, um, and this year we had uh, about 480 total contestants. So it was actually, uh, for us as a, a tournament committee organizing the tournament, it was uh, a pleasant surprise. We didn't, uh, when we started this into the COVID pandemic, we we were thinking, you know, we might only have a third of the contestants that we normally have. And, Lo and behold, we had just as many as a normal year, which was a, was a real pleasant surprise for us. Well, you know, and, and you, you did make it socially distanced and, and friendly in that regard, and obviously people felt comfortable enough to, to get out here and do some fishing. 
certainly when you're looking at the lakes we're looking at, there's plenty of room to be socially distanced. That's not going to be a problem. Yep, yep. What what better way to enjoy some time and get out and do some fishing, in particular musky fishing. Um, there's not many other activities that you can do recreationally that'll that'll set you uh, socially distanced and safe. So uh, that's a good thing and uh, something everybody that uh, loves the fish should take advantage of. Um, so at least as far as the contestants are concerned, you know, that was uh, one of the things that we really wanted to bring to the tournament was at least as far as the fishing goes, it's a sense of normalcy. When you're out there tossing your musky baits or trolling, it's, you're back to the old normal. So, so hopefully, uh, you know, we, we thank all the contestants and we hope, uh, everyone had that sense uh, of normalcy and, and enjoyed the time that they were able to fish as part of the tournament. Well, part of the social distancing uh, meant the need for an app, and I know we had talked about that before. How did using the app work, and uh, and how was it overall this year? The the app worked quite well uh, for the most part. We we did have a fallback option, which was pretty uh, using the the registration method that we've had in previous years. But uh, we had majority of the contestants using the app. Uh, and able to register fish, and that uh, made my job a little easier, maintaining a leaderboard. So uh, big thanks to the Lake Labs people. They put in a lot of time uh, getting the app to work and uh, helping make the tournament a good, a great success this time. So, yeah, and, and we plan on using the app uh, going forward next year and with, with some improvements. Uh, but it did help us maintain the virtual aspect of the tournament, and and so uh, we think it worked quite well. Yeah, did, did you get any feedback from some of the competitors? Did they like using the app? Uh, for the most part, they liked using the app, uh, but we did have some older contestants that preferred to use the old method, <laughs> uh, and so we provided that option if, if anybody wanted it or anybody felt they were having issues, so... So all in all, the you know, it all the registrations worked. We got all the fish uh, uh, called in or or dialed in through the app, and so uh, it it worked. Uh, overall, the combination worked quite well. You know, the difference between a uh, a musky tournament and any other kind of fishing tournament, you had sixty people out of four hundred and eighty catch a fish, and I can't imagine that kind of gap in any other fishing tournament um that is just the nature of the musky beast isn't it you bet they're uh they're fanatics and uh they're dedicated that's for sure there's not too many people that can fish you know uh the friday and saturday were 12 hour days and and there were many that toughed it out and fished that full 12 hours with would probably the only break being uh riding to the next or driving to the next uh, fishing spot so, so yeah, that's uh, they're a hardcore group, and and uh, uh, they're they're a breed to themselves. So, <laughs> so sixty people had a crack at the uh, grand prize. Who were the grand prize winners this year? Uh, the grand prize winners we uh, Paul Thorne, Eric Bakke, and then the the female, the fourth place contestant, Christine Schmidt. She was one of the grand prize winners, so she had a really good weekend. Boy, no kidding. As well, as the other guys, yep. So <laughs> it was. Uh, I think we're all very happy that she won the part of the grand prize. 
Well, you, you put in a, a huge effort to make this happen every year. It's a huge tournament, lots of lakes, a whole weekend. Um, and when it's all said and done, how much money did you raise for the Twin Cities chapter of Muskies, Inc.? Um, well, to be honest, the, the numbers on that are still being crunched, so I, I don't have this exact figure. Uh, I'm hoping that the, the total amount that will be available to help out, uh, you know, fishing related and community activity activities to be somewhere between 15 and $20,000. So, so it raises a lot of money and helps a lot of, uh, really good, uh, activities and, and charitable events and fish stocking. So there's, you know, a large number of really good things that this money will go toward. Um, so now, uh, now that uh, we're heading into f- deeper fall and winter, I mean, so a lot of musky people will be getting a lot of fishing in, obviously, um, right up until they can't get on the water anymore. But uh, what does Muskies Inc. do in the so-called off-season? On uh, off-season, uh, we'll be preparing for uh, next year's tournament. So that uh, starts pretty much the first of the year. Uh, and continues all the way to the tournament. We we have uh, on a normal year. We also have a uh, sportsman's banquet that we raise money for similar events. Um, so there's a lot of volunteer work and uh, work going on in the background, even through winter months. And uh, if we're lucky enough, uh, if the pandemic lets lets go enough, we'll hopefully have you know monthly meetings where we can start to see people again and, and enjoy everyone's camaraderie and friendship one, one, once again. So what are some of the things you do at those monthly meetings? We, uh, at the monthly meetings, we try to get a keynote speaker, uh, typically a fishing guide or a fish biologist, uh, somebody that will draw people and uh, have an interesting topic to talk about. And uh, our meetings are open to the public. You don't have to be a member to, uh, to come to those meetings. Um, occasionally now under the COVID pandemic, we've actually had virtual meetings. Uh, so, so, uh, even though we, we can't meet in person, we, we do have meetings. They, they've been a little sporadic, uh, throughout the last few months, but we do, we do have some, some meetings happen, um, uh, with some interesting people. Okay. How many members are there in your club? I believe there's about 450 members in the Twin Cities chapter. Uh, nationwide, I don't know the figure. Okay. Uh, but we, we have chapters now that span coast to coast as, uh, many of the western states now, uh, some of the lakes there, they talk, uh, stock tiger muskies in some of the lakes. So, uh, even places like in, uh, Utah or Oregon, and I believe in Washington, there are actually chapters. Um, that have come up or have started up in the last few years. And where where do the Twin Cities chapter meet? Or do you, do you spread it we, around? We meet on a normal, if we were able to have a meeting, we meet at the Knights of Columbus Hall in, in Bloomington. And our meetings are the second Tuesday of the month. And uh, I believe they start at 7 o'clock. So, like I said, those meetings are open to the public. We welcome the public. Uh, if anyone's interested, and we get those meetings started, we encourage uh, everyone to, to come and uh, join us at right. one of our meetings. Well, now that your uh, tournament uh, is over, uh, I'm assuming you're going to get out there and uh, chase a few muskies as well. 
I'm planning a few trips up up to Paul Bunyan country, yes, this fall. <laughs> so I'm excited uh, that I'll be able to put in, uh, get out on the water uh, before the ice, uh, before we have ice. So, uh, yes, I'm planning on uh, taking some time and catching some fish. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll get some of those big, big uh, fish that are swimming around up in Paul Bunyan country. Are there any uh, are there any lakes close to the Twin Cities area that have muskies in them? Yes, we actually have quite a few lakes within uh, the metro area. Uh, the most popular probably being Minnetonka, which mm-hmm. is you know one of the larger Minnesota lakes. Uh, but we have we have lakes uh, kind of distributed throughout uh, the the Twin Cities area. Um, so yeah, there are there are quite a few opportunities. Um, close to the Twin Cities, and in fact, uh, we've wrapped up the Frank Schneider tournament, uh, I believe on the 25th or 26th of September, we actually have a local tournament across the Metro Lakes uh, that usually has about 100 contestants, and so if anyone's interested in a muskie tournament close to the Metro, uh, it's another great opportunity for anyone to uh, it's a, also a chapter-sponsored tournament called the George Wall Tournament. And how do you get registered for that? Uh, you visit our Twin Cities uh, website, and there's a link that, much like uh, the Frank Schneider had, that, that will uh, take you right through the registration. Okay. Wow, you guys, uh, you just always yep. have something going on, don't you? Yep, yep, we're a busy bunch, so... Um, for anyone that's interested, it's a fun tournament as well, and it will be a, a more of a virtual social distance tournament, as you might expect, but uh, it is moving forward, and we hope we'll have a, a full field of about 100-plus contestants. So, Anything else you want to let us know before we wrap it up today? Uh, just uh, thank everyone for participating. Again, uh, the 480 contestants was... Uh, you know, beyond our expectation, it was a pleasant surprise for us. And and uh, just to thank you to all those people that signed up, as well as the sponsors we've had, um, the Pure Fishing Group that uh, represents Abu Garcia and Fenwick, and then uh, uh, Reed Sporting Goods, Thorn Brothers, and Joe's Sporting Goods. They've been really good supporters of us for, for a long, long time. So a th- big thank you to them. And uh, just want to make everybody uh, excited about next year's tournament. Uh, we hope to, to bring you the 54th annual tournament, uh, bigger and better than, than this year. So All right. Hopefully everybody will come back and uh, join us for, for the next tournament. Oh, I expect they probably will. Uh, we, there's definitely a lot of people with musky fever, and obviously uh, it's a pretty fun place to fish and a fun tournament. So congratulations on a very successful tournament. Peter, and thanks for taking time today. Peter Janik is the, uh, well, heads up the uh, Frank Snyder Jr. Memorial Muskie Tournament that was held uh, this past weekend on Paul Bunyan Country. And, uh, again, congratulations, Peter, and uh, we'll talk to you next year. Okay, thank you very much. The fourth annual United Way Trap Shooting Contest is coming up the end of September. Danae Alamano, the executive director of the United Way, has all the details coming up. This is Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. This is Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors, sponsored by Timberline Sport and Convenience, Pepsi and High Bottling, Bonded Lock and Key, and DS Beverage. 
Checking in with Danae Alomano, the Executive Director of the United Way of Bemidji Area, about another outdoor activity they have. Uh, we had the first ever United Way Fishing Tournament in July, and now today we're into the how many of annual trap shooting contest? This is our fourth annual. Already? Already. And that has been a very, very popular new event. It has been, and the first year it became our our top fundraiser and a fun way to get a different group of people involved with the United Way. Yeah, and uh, the the, the uh, shooting crew is a big group of people in this area. It, um, mm-hmm. Competitive shooting is a very popular sport from high school on up, so obviously uh, it has a lot of potential. Have you seen the numbers continue to increase? Yeah, every year so far we have. Uh, right now we're about half capacity, so there's still lots of room for people to sign up. Um, we also decided to do it a little bit later in September, um, which with all that's happening with school and all of that, I'm really glad we did. <laughs> <laughs> but the event's uh, September 29th this year. It's a Tuesday. Okay, September 29th, Tuesday night, and where is it held? It's out at the Trap and Skeet Club on Highway 89. Okay, so the, the new the new uh, facility. Mm-hmm, the new facility, yep. And uh, ammo, plays, uh, and dinner are all included in the registration. Um, teams are teams of five, and we dropped the lowest score of that five. So I know we've had people calling asking, well, if I only have four, is that okay? And yes, that's okay. Okay. So tell me how it all works. You, you mentioned teams. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, you can recruit anybody you want, but it's supposed to be spread out between levels of goodness <laughs> or, or accuracy. Well, any any level. You could be novice or intermediate or skilled okay. um, shooter. It doesn't matter. Uh, we do ask the skill levels because we, we do awards based on skill level. Um, but when you when you sign up, we'll, we'll, it's almost like a golf tournament and you pick a tee time to come out and um, shoot, and that's not just because of COVID. That was uh, something we implemented last year just to keep keep things going because you shoot two rounds. So after you're done with one round, an- another team will shoot, and rather than waiting then for another team and another team to shoot your final round, you just get to share share it with one other team, share the track with one other team. Okay. All right. So how many teams do you normally get? I believe last year we had 28 teams, okay. so five people per team. And uh, how much does it cost to be a part of this event? It's $100 a person or $500 for a team. Okay. Well, you know, $100 a person for a shooting event, uh, like, you know, a fishing tournament, um, people who are into it, that's uh, that's actually a pretty good deal. Yeah, and it's fun. You know, we have um, fun awards we give out, uh, the top team. Uh, each individual gets a nice gift card courtesy of Sitsworth Meats, and uh, it should be another fun year. How did this get started? Uh, I actually heard it about, heard about it at a different United Way in a different town was doing something like that and brought it up to our board of directors, and um, a couple of people on the board had kids that are on the trap and ski club at the high school and said, we got to do it. It's the fastest growing sport. So, uh, so that's how it really started. And um, Lazy Jacks is our presenting sponsor and um, has been supporting it all along. 
So you, you, how many total? I mean, you mentioned the number of teams, but how, about how many total people is that individually? Uh, times five. Okay. <laughs> Can you do quick math? <laughs> Sometimes. 150 people okay. or so. Is there a certain level that you can handle, or are you uh, open to getting as big as you can get? We can get as big as we can get. Um, having tea times helps us keep numbers low actually at the club. And um, the the one big change this year that uh, that we made was not having the awards done at Lazy Jacks um, because of COVID restrictions. So Lazy Jacks is still doing a meal. You can it's a to go meal. Um, you still can go there if you want to and, you know, have a beer after you're done or, or whatever you want to do. But all of the scoring and everything will be announced online. Okay. So, yeah, let's run down the day. How's it, how's it all going to play out? So we have a uh, mandatory meeting for everybody, a safety meeting at 430. And right after that, uh, the tournament begins. And, again, with those different tee times of people shooting. So after you're done shooting your two rounds with your team, uh, you can head over to Lazy Jack's to get your to-go meal. You can hang out there if you want and go somewhere else and uh, pay attention to our Facebook page where we'll make the announcement. So this uh, the the rules meeting and all that, is, is that all virtual this year? We're doing it both ways, so those that shoot later don't have to come to the to the club till later. Okay. But uh, we'll we'll just be recording that as it happens at the club. Okay. And then uh, they'll start shooting and till till everybody's done and and that's it. Right. Yep. Everything's outside and the the traps are far enough apart that everything's everything's safe. Okay. Um, well, that's you know we always have to think about that this year, don't we? I mean, with pretty much everything we've done. Right, we really do. We <laughs> we usually have a nice silent auction too, and we're we're going to skip that part this year as well. So okay. it'll be a little different, but we'll still have fun. <laughs> yeah, and we're just happy we can make it happen. Um, is this an event that is tied to a particular United Way project, or is it just part of the annual campaign? This is part of our annual campaign. So um, the funds that we allocate out each year to the nonprofits in the community. Uh, doing work on basic needs, health, and education. Um, those are those three pillar, pillars uh, everybody needs to be able to thrive, and it's what United Way is built on. Okay. Um, let's uh, recap for people once again. How do you get registered, uh, and how do we move forward? Uh, you can register. Uh, the, go to our website at unitedwaybemidji.org and click events to the TRAP tournament and register there. Um, again, the event is September 29th, and it's five-person teams, um, $100 a person. Do you form your own teams, or can you register as an individual? You can register as an individual if you'd like to, and we'll put, we'll put you on a team. There's some teams of four, so we can add you to their team. Otherwise, uh, we, we have put together a team as well. So have you participated in this? <laughs> I have not. Dave you... Smith out there, though, has every year asked me when I'm going to, and I thought, when I when I don't have to run it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But, so uh, anyone who does has had a lot of fun doing it, and they keep coming back. 
And you, uh, you still, we still have plenty of time to get registered because it is uh, a little bit later, as you noted, end of September, the 29th of Tuesday, so it's uh, about two weeks away or so. Mm-hmm, yeah. Okay. And you register up until the day of, or is there a, a cutoff deadline? The day before. Okay. That way we can plan out the tea times. Okay. And again, uh, there's no big banquet. Uh, you'll get your certificates to take to Lazy Jack's to get the meal, or how is that how that works? Yep. Yep. Okay. You'll still get the meal from Lazy Jack's. It'll just be your choice to, to go or, or stay in there. They have to, you know, remain at their certain capacity as well. Okay. And how much money has this raised for you over the years? Uh, it's about a $20,000 fundraiser for us, wow. so um, that can do a lot of good in Bemidji. Well, uh, we've been talking trap shooting, but again, when I noted uh, that you have another outdoor event now, we had the first ever fishing tournament uh, late July. I thought that went extremely well. That was really fun. Yeah, it went really well. Uh, again, kind of like like the trap tournament is any skill level. You had kids fishing in it. Um, you had serious fishermen, um, serious fisher, fishermen that uh, are always in the tournament, you know, it was really fun, um, something we're definitely going to continue to do. So there will be a second annual? There will be, yes. All right. As long as you're still helping us. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um, okay, anything else we should know before we wrap it up? I think that's it. Again, to register, go to unitedwaybemidji.org. Okay, unitedwaybemidji.org. Get registered for the trap tournament. And that will be on Tuesday, September 29th at the uh, at the new trap club or shooting club, which is out on Highway 89 North, which I have yet to see in person. I've told it, I've been told it's pretty cool. It is, yeah. Well, you'll be there this year, right? Yes, I will. Mess with the MC. So wow. I'm looking forward to that. Today, thanks for your time today, and we will see you soon. Thank you. That's it for today. I'm Kev Jackson. Thanks for joining us on Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors, sponsored by Timberline Sport and Convenience, DS Beverages, Bonded Lock and Key, and Pepsi Nye Bottling.